is P-O-E-T-R-Y, tuning into the children's wavelength of the cosmic rhythm. I'm your host, Tom Conlon, and you're listening to Just One Poet. I'm more than happy to read Lord of the Rings three times a year, not even pausing before galloping through the appendices. I wouldn't even skip the songs. Show me a poem which runs across two pages and I'll question the poet's commitment to the craft. Brevity is the brief. Whilst I have my doubts about the effectiveness of stories with low word counts, poetry, as I often find, need nothing more than a one-inch punch to send the mind reeling. How often have you read a poem or even an entire novel only to find one phrase, one image settling into your heart. Wendy Cope's orange, Seamus Heaney's four-foot box. It's almost as though the rest of the poem was merely the messenger. I'm reminded of Tony Walsh, who talks with children about haiku and asks them to break his heart in five syllables. Snow-covered dead boys, he says. But punchlines work this way too, and tonight's poem is unattributed to an author, although some sources cite Ogden Nash as wielding the pen. Regardless, it's down as the shortest poem, the title is the longest part, and it's called On the Antiquity of Microbes. Adam, Adam. If there's any problem with that poem, it can be found in the reader who might want to ensure the audience has understood it and so embarks on a lengthy explanation. And that's a lesson for poets too. Don't underestimate your audience. Don't double underline your point. It's way past time to tuck in the line lengths and say goodnight to all punctuation. My name is Dom Conlon and this has been just one.